You know, unless it's a goof, I never know how to come in on these episodes because you guys read the title. I mean, you read the title before you click it, you know what it's about. That's why some of my most fun ones are totally random titles that have nothing to do with anything and the episode doesn't have to do with anything. And that would be nice. Good gag, maybe in episode 100. But that one's special. We hit the triple digits, we've been waiting to get there for a while. Episode 99, I want to do something different. I want you to hear an excerpt from my book. It's called Card Sharks. Hopefully it's going to come out sometime soon. I can't give away too much, but I wanted to narrate five chapters. They are admittedly short chapters. I do like reading books with short chapters, though, and five just seemed like enough to wet your whistle. Also, a wet whistle is a really weird sounding phrase now that I think about it. It just, I mean, I get it, but you're spitting too much. The short chapters make the reading so much easier, though. Long chapter is too much. I want to move. I want pace. I really like that style, so I tried to emulate it. So I'm giving you five just to give you a little taste and see what you think. We want feedback at the link underscore podcast, Twitter, Instagram. You can write an email, email the link podcast at gmail.com. You can write a review on the pod and say episode 99, loved it, gotta have the book. Hopefully paperback, don't love hardcovers. They're harder to read and they're heavier. And I would agree with you. If we generate enough hype around this book, maybe we get some pre-orders going. Maybe we do a wider release, some more prints, some special editions for the link listeners. Maybe we'll do a promo code, get you a discount. But more than anything, I just wanted to share with you what I had and I hope you like it. If I had an audiobook version of the whole entire thing, I'd give it to you now. But you gotta tease it. You gotta tease it. It's too good. I'm proud of it. There's twists, there's turns, there's laughs, there's laughs. I hope. I think? I think. So enjoy the first five chapters. Let me know what you think. I love notes. And if you want more, just spread the word. Theme music! Before we get going, hi, I'm Mike Zago, author of this book, narrator of the audiobook, I did it all. And when you do it all, what are you gonna not say thank you to the people that are listening? I just bowed, you can't see that. Ah, video books? No. Alright, well, imagine me bowing. I might check in with you guys here and there. Like an extra narration? It could be fun. Oh, this is where I'm supposed to dedicate the book to somebody? Uh, I guess Jim Perry. That makes sense. Also, plug, plug, you guys want to hear from me at the link underscore podcast, you can hear plenty of ramblings from this now-credited best-selling author. Can you say best-selling? You guys bought it. You're listening to it. Although I did put five chapters on the link podcast as a preview, but that's what you get when you listen. Then if I write a sequel, you might get a sneak peek. It's all worth it. Is this too meta? Chapter one. I got a story to tell. You could hear the fire crackling. Nobody talked during my stories. Nobody had stories like me. They weren't like me. But they gathered around. At least 20 of them tonight. Silence. All eyes on me. 50? 60? I'm not great at math. And it's hard to count. It's the kids that come out more. And I try to give them the stories that can bring a lesson to their lives. I mean, that's what we used to care about. Now it's just about dingle blops and schlorps. It's not the same. In the old days? In New York? Well, I guess I should tell them. The man stopped looking directly into the camera. Why was there a camera? He turned his attention back to the crowd, sat back, looked up from under his black cowboy hat, weathered over the years, but still, I mean, it was cool, opened his mouth just a bit and heard them all gasp. Edge of their seats was an understatement. 
You guys ever played cards? The man grumbled from behind his beard. I used to play. Hell, we all used to play. Back then, I didn't even sound like this. So if my voice changes during the story, you probably know why. You could see some of the kids rubbing their hands together like the guy in that gif. They knew the stories were good. Y'all better hear me now. Yeah, this is a fun one, but you gotta learn something from it. My daddy used to say, learning's like quantum mechanics for bricklayers. His dad, of course, had dementia. It was late in his life. It's perfectly normal. But he didn't tell everything to the kids. Some of those stories he'd save for the older crowd. See this here story? This is a story about Larry Slaps. Chapter 2. The Game. The room is dark, but lit. One lamp. Johnny Fives was going through hard times, but he'd been hosting the game for months. They couldn't switch again. Not after what happened with Steve and Jackie, but that's a story for another time. And we have too many flashbacks in this story. It's hard to keep track of, like that Nolan character. I mean, how many flashbacks can you do? The light didn't flicker, but it may as well have. It would have added to the ambiance. You can imagine if it flickered. You gotta get a new light. Why? The character replied, forgetting his own name. He runs the game. He's down on his luck. You guys heard it. It's not even flickering, he said. Larry was losing. He claimed that he never lost in his favorite black cowboy hat. But he did. Often. He thought he was the best player. He might have been. Terrible luck. But it was about to turn. Tambourine had the deck in hand. Yeah, that's his name. Could be his real name. Nobody knew. Never seen him play a tambourine. Never seen him so much as hum. Where did that come from? Deal him out, Tambo. Larry barked. Ah, yes, that's right. He was watching Rambo, accidentally called him Tambo. They never let him live it down. Ended up calling him Tambourine after that. Tambo, Tambourine. It makes sense. The cards got dealt. Heads up. Silvio and Larry. A pretty known rivalry at this table. There were cheese doodles everywhere. Silvio could not get enough of them. Everyone else hated it. He gets the dust on the cards. He's the kind of guy that just doesn't wipe his fingers between you need a wet nap at the very least. I mean, everywhere. And he liked the crunchy kind, which are even more crummy. Larry looked down at Silvio's fingers before ever looking at his cards. Dude, are you ever gonna clean your shit up? Silvio crunched away. Silvio liked to talk at the table. Or chew. Or make whatever sounds he could with his mouth. He threw his chips into the middle. Raise! He had a really high voice. 470! All right, Pip Squeak. Larry flicked the chips in. Three cards came out. Everyone at the table pushed their chair back just a little bit. Three aces. <laughs> Larry chuckled. I can only imagine how this is going to go. His voice started to get raspier. This was during his smoking days. Eventually, he might sound really raspy. I don't know. What if I have it? Silvio squeaked. 900. He tossed some of the black chips into the middle. Those were worth more. The math is hard. Larry rolled his eyes. Dean was in the corner doing karaoke. It was late, and he was... Well, he loved to sing. Luck be a lady tonight. Dean drank a lot. Larry made it a point to put one chip in at a time just to piss off Silvio. He wanted to make it clear he wasn't going anywhere. Okay, boss. You're up. The fourth card came out. King of spades. 2,500! A big bet for Silvio. He ran papers down by the docks. Is that a euphemism for creating fake IDs for people to get into the country? Uh, who, uh, who's to say? But he did things down at those docks. Nobody really asked. Larry grabbed a cheese doodle, threw it at Silvio. It had a similar sound to the cards coming out. He knew this hand would either make him or break him, but he had something in his eye. A glimmer. No, an eyelash. He rubbed at it. Aw, oh, damn it. All right, put the chips in. Whatever. Show me the other card. Stupid eyelashes. He blinked at least 25 times. 
Now you could see the glimmer in his eye. The fifth and final card came out. Two of diamonds. Well, that can't help you. I'm all in. And if you have any guts... Silvio reached for his back pocket. Surprisingly, he was a large man. But we don't judge a book by its voice, or an audiobook. He threw a fat wad of cash down onto the table in a single rubber band. It was very cool. Larry snorted. <laughs> he was a little congested. He rubbed his beard. The clock was ticking. He had to make a decision. Well, Silvio, now we know why he got back problems. He pointed at the wad of cash that came from the man's back pocket. Scoliosis. Silvio wiggled around. My spine is strong, like a shark. He clapped his hands together and made a fin above his head. Everyone drank a lot. Silvio liked Jägermeister. Somehow that makes sense. And he drank it warm. Larry took off his cowboy hat. <laughs> you know, Sil, sometimes you make it too easy. A single cheese doodle dropped to the ground. It broke, and it was very crummy. A very cute dog walked over. It was a pit bull with bright blue eyes. Its name was Sophie. Gobbled up that cheese doodle and all the crumbs like a vacuum. Like a cute vacuum. Chapter 3. The Other Game. Parentheses. The one before the game. Before what we just talked about. It's a flashback. Parentheses. The room is dark, but lit. One lamp. Davy Snakes was going through a hard time, but he had been hosting the game. They couldn't switch again. Not after what happened to Kumar and Dinesh. But that's a story for another time. It was a consistent game. The guys never missed it. I've been watching all these documentaries. Silvio's voice was the same since he was eight. You guys ever heard of Shark Week? They had Shaq on. Larry's eyes perked up. He didn't have the cowboy hat back then. One day. Also, Larry loved Shaq. He jotted a note down. Shaq. Shark. The cards came out. Larry lost again. It was a tough night. Silvio had his number. I mean, they're the kings of the ocean. Why is the lion called a king, but not a shark? Larry was fuming. Enough! Enough of the sharks! Play the game! It's not their fault. People kill him for soup. Silvio was ahead of the curve. That wouldn't become a widely known problem in the world until way later, but timelines are hard. Larry called. He lost. Larry called. He lost. Larry folded. Silvio laughed. <laughs> His laugh was annoying. Larry folded some more. Finally, he only had a couple chips left. Most of the guys had gone home. He wouldn't give up. Not until he was broke. Silvio raised him all in, over and over. Larry was just waiting for one hand. Just one. He peeled up his cards. Two. Two. He threw his chips in the middle like a madman. Always was a fan of the ballet. A single bead of sweat dropped down Silvio's chin. He sweated from his chin. He was still a large man. He really needed a beard like Larry. Remember? When he rubbed his beard, thinking, in the other story? Silvio flipped his cards. Seven of diamonds, three of clubs. Nothing came out on the board. Larry doubled up, and a long story short, his luck turned around. Their roles were reversed. No more talk from Silvio. No more sharks. The excitement drained out of his voice. I don't want to play anymore. It sounded mostly the same. More hands. More cheese doodles. They had them back then, too. More cans of Mountain Dew. Doesn't it just seem like that's what he would drink? Mountain Dew and Jägermeister. Goddamn Silvio. Silvio folded his arms on the table and slammed his head into them. Larry knew he was done. Dean was in the corner singing karaoke. But he was a little more quiet about it back then, and we couldn't pick up the audio. Anyway, you get where the story is going. You've seen Rounders, the Oreos, you get it. Silvio bluffed. Shark stuff. Larry learned. Now back to the game. If you like sports with a gambling spin, I've also got the Mike the Mush Sports channel. Mike the Mush on YouTube, at Mike Mush Sports on Twitter and Instagram. It's me, but yelling into the ether about how I hate Tom Brady. Which is my favorite topic. Just Google him spooning his son. 
But while some of the losses are hilarious, we finished up 109.8 units in 2022 overall. So if you followed every bet I made and bet $10 on each, you'd be $2 short of 1100 and I'll give you the two bucks because I'm a nice guy. And I want to make a deposit onto your kindness if we hit hard times. You'll give it back. It's just a loan. That second half bet's going to hit. Trust me. Mike the Mush Sports, it's better when you bet together. Hey, that's a good catchphrase. Gotta write that down. Bet together. All right, cut it. Chapter 4. The Later Game. You remember. The Later Game. The first one you heard about. Larry's eyes beamed up towards that fake shark fin. Silvio kept wiggling. What are you gonna do? His memory was terrible. I mean, that other game was only maybe eight years ago. How did he forget? I mean, I know he drank a lot, not as much as Dean, but he forgot. And Larry knew. Oh, Larry knew. Larry set his cards down on the table. Didn't slide him in. Didn't have to. Didn't want to. He knew the truth. His jack high was good. It had to be. The sharks. The wiggle. The fin. He remembered it all. I mean, last time it was Shaq, but he remembered it all. It's like rounders. You guys get it. Larry stood up. He stretched his arms up towards the sky, bounced his hips side to side, and exhaled. Well, Silvio, unfortunately, I think there's only one shark at this table. His voice hurt from the raspiness. He shoved every chip in front of him into the middle. He pulled out his whole wallet, put it down in the middle, took off his watch, put it in the middle, took off his cowboy hat, and pointed it at Silvio. Hell, you win this one. You take the hat. Silvio started to sit back. The wiggle left him. The shark fin toppled from his crown. His arms sat limp at his sides. Silvio looked down, as if he was staring at something. Larry looked down, peering at the spot Silvio seemed to be boring a hole into. With his eyes. Not boring like not fun. You guys get it. And Larry saw it. Eight legs scuttering across the cards. It wasn't a huge spider. And nobody liked spiders. I mean, I'm sure some people like spiders, but not that many people. Most people don't love them. Even their own mothers. But they have a lot of eggs. It's different. The room fell silent. Somehow, this spider crawling across the cards before Silvio met his fate. It felt like they would all meet their fate. It felt like this spider was them. This spider was everyone. Larry's wallet came crashing down on the spider. It's a bug, you goofballs. Flip the cards. His voice was so raspy, he almost sounded like a different person. Silvio was sluggish, but he turned the cards over. Three of diamonds, five of clubs. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. A shark's tail... More like a shark's tell. Larry grabbed his cowboy hat first, plopped it back on his head, and booped Silvio on the nose. You gotta get better at this game, boy. The hell? Someone was at the door and knocking in a really weird pattern that almost sounded like clapping. They must have had odd hands. Dean, would you at least get the door? Uh, Chapter 5. The Landing. Dean stumbled to the door. Frosé in hand. Don't judge him. He liked karaoke, Sinatra, and Frosé. His Tuesday nights were everything. They played cards on Tuesdays. Would Saturday have been better? Yeah, but, you know, you gotta stand out somehow. Dean flung the door open but fell into the bright blue beanbag that was being used at the head of the table because they didn't have enough chairs. Larry slurred, annoyed, as he whipped his head around. Now what are you- What the- Yellow skin, at least ten feet tall. Couldn't even see his head. They must have bigger door frames where he's from. Everyone was slack-jawed. Pretty sure that means their mouths were open. Not a second later. A crash. Arose such a clatter. The Premier Ladder Company. That's a Santa Claus joke. I hope you got it. Larry's gaze was pried away from the giant 
thing in the door, which seemed to be wearing a trench coat. You have to wonder why they needed a trench coat wherever it was from. It must have rained a lot. They wanted to protect their... Well, who knows what's under there? Larry's gaze slowly rose like a magnet toward the ceiling. The light. It flickered. It was a great callback. You guys barely remembered about the light. It didn't flicker before. Now it flickered. Something's up there. It was like foreshadowing. A crash. A crack. A cloud of dust. Before they knew it, they were on the ground. A small ship the size of a bathtub, only big enough for one, had fallen through the ceiling. The light, needless to say, was broken. No more flickering, at least. A glass panel rose from the ship, hissing. Steam. Why is there so much steam in these ships? It's always that way. A net flew out. It trapped Larry. Snatched him up like a butterfly in a net. Larry wasn't beautiful like one. He was more of a moth. Nobody talks about catching moths in nets. And was that ship just a big snare? I mean, there's no reason to break the house just to catch Larry. You could have sent the huge guy in. <coughs> Dean peered up with one eye open. What? The behemoth dropped something onto the ground. Dean picked it up. He was curious. And honestly so trashed, he just wanted to give it back to the big yellow alien. Maybe it's an alien. Not a spoiler. It spit dark green sludge on his face, like a booger, but grosser. Suddenly he heard it. Some kind of translating goo. That's technological and interesting. He is ours, and your singing voice is mediocre. We are overly honest on our planet, and violent. Larry squirmed. Not unlike Silvio. Irony is good in books. He didn't scream. He cried. The sound of heavy boots approached him. It sounded more like an elephant than a human. But one of those elephants that can paint. Larry's tears clouded his vision. Who could blame him? This is traumatic. He would need therapy after this, if he made it. Plenty of therapy companies that could sponsor this book. But that's for the back cover. A massive arm with the girth of a California redwood reached towards Larry. He braced himself and shut his eyes tight. He felt something on his cheek. His tears were dry. He gazed up, opening only one eye. A smile. A twisted one. But a smile. Hoo-wee! Not what you thought, was it? Are they good? Are they bad? What happens to Larry? Did he bring his hat? How did Silvio start drinking warm Jägermeister? Will Dean one day put out a Christmas album? Also, does he hear alien voices now? We'll get back to that. Was Silvio castrated to get that voice? Does he sing opera? Is he a good falsetto singer? Can he bust into a Freddie Mercury? It sounds like more of something for the sequel, but no spoilers. First five chapters in the books. If you want to hear more, let us know at the link underscore podcast. And if you want to pre-order, the link is coming soon. Actually, it's already here. But since we're at the end of the link, we need a secret code word, which we give out the end of every episode for the people that listened all the way through to post at the link underscore podcast in addition to your book reviews in addition to your pre-orders in addition to your kind words or your edits that you suggest i'm open to notes and maybe we'll have a secret code word at the end of the book but you'll have to get there first for this week episode 99 the secret code word is going to be campfire because don't forget the way this started but there's plenty more chapters to get there we'll see you next week at episode 100 Bye-bye. Bye, Sylvia. Bye.